and welcome to Tales from the Fog. I'm your host, Casey, and with me, as always, is the amazing and wonderful Veronica. Hi! How are you doing today? I am tired and pretty happy. Happy? Yeah. It is the end of haunt season. Uh, we've done a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what's your favorite? Favorite stuff that we've done all season? Yeah. Um, I mean, Scary Farm. Scary Farm? I think so. As far as, like, uh, as a guest... And experiencing it from sort of the outside perspective, Scary Farm is my favorite. I agree. I think Scary Farm was absolutely amazing this year. Um, from entertainment to mazes to scare zones, by far one of the best years Scary Farm has ever had. Seriously. I mean, the, I know that there's kind of been a, a, a perspective shift from the, like, what kind of show they want to put on. And you can tell... But that's not necessarily a bad thing that things are kind of different. Like, I, I don't know. I thought it was a, a great show. I mean, to the point where the entertainment that they had, we wanted to keep coming back to see more and more. Yeah. So, I mean, just the fact that they brought on a show that, like, was different every single time you go. <laughs> it's freaking brilliant. It is. Like, because of course. when you have an annual pass and you want to keep seeing it, it's great when things change and are updated or, you know, are different. Yeah. Or like you're, I don't know, like, so anyone who isn't local to Southern California and hasn't been to Scary Farm, the show that we're referencing right now is called Puppet Up, and it's by, um, it's, it's a Henson thing, so Brian Henson and, you know, his company made this, what is essentially, I guess, a sassy puppet show, and it's all, it's mostly, um, lots improv Lots of marinara. What? <laughs> I said lots of marinara. What's that mean? Because he said it was saucy. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, Get it? I yeah. Okay. Thank you. Just making sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, man, now I forgot what I was saying. Oh, so it's improv based. So you kind of, um, you, you're almost in on a secret if you've been there before because you, you understand the layout, but you don't necessarily know what jokes are going to happen. So, you're like, you're kind of in. Like you have this little background knowledge of like, oh, they're going to do this next, and oh yeah, this number they're going to do this, but at the same time, it's all brand new and fresh because it's new topics and new locations and new jokes. Well, and the thing is, is they actually do change it because they have different games that they play. And mm -hmm. in fact, tonight, we saw a game that we'd never seen the entire run. Yeah. So. But at the same time, there's ones that you had seen before. Yeah. And like, having seen it before doesn't take away any of the fun because it's still going to be completely different. And in fact, it actually kind of makes you want to challenge the puppeteers by, by helping pick topics that may be a little tougher for them because you want to see because like okay like we saw the low ball version of this at the beginning of the year let's see what they can really do with something crazy mm -hmm. like you know so that's pretty cool um but yeah puppet up is probably the best entertainment offering knots has had in years and years and years i mean as far as entertainment that i can remember it is the best that they've ever yeah. had I mean, Hacks was pretty good, but... I didn't see Hacks. 
Um, let's see, what else? Oh, so we saw the, the magic show. Only oh, yeah. one time, so we only saw one magician, but they had a rotating magician thing, which again ties into the changing things up so annual pass holders have stuff to do. How many magicians did they have? Uh, six or seven. Like every weekend, I think, was pretty much a different magician. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the guy that we saw? Chipper Lowe. And you'd seen him before, right? Yeah, I saw him in Vegas. And, um, you know, he's more. Oh, that's comedy. not a turn lane. Thanks, asshole. Okay. For the record, guys, we're in the car, so I'm going to say horrible things, and you're going to be part of it. Yeah. Welcome. Make a left from the right hand turn lane. That basically sums up our whole night <laughs> at Scary Farm. Um, so, yeah, so I saw him in Vegas, but yeah, he's definitely more comedy than magic. Yes. Um, so it was more of a comedy show, but I know some of the magicians that came were more illusionists and, and other kind of things. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Was like a, I'd say he was a ment- mentalist. Prop comic mentalist. Yeah. Not really too heavy prop comic, but it was fun. It was funny. Yeah. He was charming. Hello. Um, so let's talk about mazes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are we going to allude to the fact that we've already recorded this podcast and then it didn't say? No, we're not going to say that at all. All right. So what was, how do you want to go through the mazes? Uh, well, let's start at our least favorite and go to our mostest favorite. Yeah, what was your least favorite maze? Um, that's tough. Least favorite. I'm gonna say Shadowlands. I was thinking Shadowlands, but I it's kind of really pretty. Well, like, yeah, it is, but it's old one. Yeah, but that... Uh, two... I don't know if... We only went through it once, so I don't know if they fixed it or whatever, but they kind of butchered the really awesome ending that made that maze, like the climactic finale. Are you talking about the stunt at the end? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was kind of gone, and then, you know, some of the stuff wasn't working, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you could tell, like, I'm guessing it's probably its last year, because they didn't really put any effort into it. From what I heard, it was its last year, but I don't know anything. (laughs) I don't 
So to me, this was a new maze. And it was gorgeous, like they are. Um, a lot of cool gags, some fun special effects, beautiful costumes.
going into dark ride, it's that same feeling. It was like, I'm not supposed to be here. And then on That's top funny. of that, it was just a really pretty maze. But yeah. that part alone, it you know, shoots it up to the That's like a perspective I didn't even think about. Because <laughs> working rides, like, you'd have to escort people off all the time. Like, they break. They do. To me, it was like, all right. So it was, it wasn't as unusual for you. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable for me. Like, I'm not... However, like, we did not lock out, tag out. So technically, we were OSHA non-compliant. But, you know, Walking through dark, right? Yeah. Well, lock out, tag out was just killing the operator. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So no one the operator can is it. dead, no one knows how to run it. Exactly. Forget. It's basically like, you know, locking it out. <laughs> Oh, dark ride. Yeah. I love yeah. it so. Oh, so uh, infected. I did infected the other night. You weren't here. No. Uh, it's fun. I think it's one of the better years that they've had it when it was backstage as opposed to in Camp Snoopy. What? Uh, what? Is there anything different this year? Uh, I did think it felt slightly expanded. And I don't know if they did that last year because we obviously didn't go last year. But there was a spot where you kind of went different direction than you would go before um, and it felt like it was a lot, little bit longer um, but yeah overall really cool did you see any hidden decayed brigade stuff uh, there is some stuff same stuff that was there before okay yeah that's um, cool let's see what else what else what else um, I guess the big one the one that everybody wants, knows about is Origins yeah Origins is freaking phenomenal. We went through that bad boy twice. I I don't I remember. Went three times. Yeah, because you went that extra day. Yeah. I don't remember going through any other venue twice. Is there another one that we were willing to wait in line for? Uh, I did Pumpkin Eater and Origins. So those are the only two that I did twice. I don't know that I went through another venue more than once, but definitely Dark Unities because we took the energy. Oh yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, we did. We'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Origins, I mean, we start, it's just... It's by far the most beautiful uh, maze Knots has ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's literally jaw-dropping, like go through and it's like cool this is like a knots maze and then you go to where like the quote unquote outdoor scene is where you go onto the ghost town streets and my jaw was open like it's raining you're on the porches there's a gunfight in the saloon where the cowboys are shooting the zombies and it's just like holy shit like this is a knots maze like the level of detail and everything in it was like I say even like almost Disney quality. It, it was like, very Disney-like. It was insane. The, the way that they used the lighting to make things look deeper was very Disney-esque. Yeah. It reminded me again of uh, Wind Rides Breakdown. Um, when you're on Peter Pan and you go over the night sky scene. Yeah. I, I was once on that ride when it broke down. And I, and I got to see it with the lights on and saw how... It's so silly. It's so sad. But with with everything in place and all the lights in the right place, 
it's perfect. It's beautiful. It's, I mean, I don't, I didn't go through Origins with the lights on, but in, with everything in its place and all the lights where they go, it was so perfect. It's just a little, there's something about it of everything was just in the right place. Yeah. And then, you know, for me, anything ghost town is like, yeah. oh, my heart. So it had like, like the nostalgia on it. Yeah. And then you see all the old faces from all the old ghost town monsters. That was very fun. You see the Seymour skeleton. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh. I did not see Seymour the first time I walked through. I was looking on the yeah. other wall. Um, and then I saw a picture of him on the internet. And then the second time I went through, I was about to miss him again. And then you pointed him out. Yeah. But we saw. There's Nas the Hunted. Like, you go through the Hunted Shack. Uh-huh. You go. There's just so much. You go in the schoolhouse, you go in the chapel, the Reflection Lake Chapel. It really feels like, as you're going from room to room, it really feels like you're walking from room to room of a building. Yeah. It just makes sense. The, the structure makes sense. Like, the, the way that a building is built around you makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the actors are great, and the makeup was great, and the costumes are great, yeah. and the movies that they were playing showing uh, uh, the progression showing of Sarah the Marshall. Yeah, just getting more and more batshit crazy. Yeah. That was intense. I just... The Caddy Mompus monsters. Caddy Mompus. I just want to hug that damn monster. Yeah. He's just like, oh, my heart. Sweet Caddy Mompus. Yeah. That and very man. scary. I mean, that's a... There's it was some, a good scare. Yeah, there's some really good uh, scares in that maze, too. But, um... It is a little... I, I kind of feel for the monsters who are in there. Because a lot of people are not looking at the monsters. They're looking at everything else. Yeah, well, yeah. I think that probably changed as the thing went on. But definitely opening weekend because they're all hardcore Disney fans. Hardcore Nods fans. Probably also. Um, probably Disney fans too. But yeah, we were going through and I was just like... There was not a single scare that happened anywhere near us because everybody was just looking at all the Easter eggs and all the all the, all the scenery mm-hmm. and like nobody was paying one iota of attention to any of the monsters. Yeah. And they'd pop out and they'd try their best and everybody was just like, oh my god, look at this. Mm-hmm. There was one that knew us though. It was like, hi. Yeah. That was more fun. Like, oh. Yeah. And then uh, I guess the last piece we did was Pumpkin Eater. Which is one of the first mazes we did. It was, like, really, really good this year. Yeah, I don't know what's different, but... um, The layout was a little different. It was just kind of, like, um, it didn't insist on a storyline that I saw. It was just kind of gross and fun and gooey and a fun trip, you know, down the imagination of, oh, I'm in a bunk. Yeah. It's super cool. Yeah, it's like all it needed to be. The the facade on the outside, I think, wins for for best looking facade. Well, Origins. Origins, Origins yeah. is still better. Before Origins, however, Pumpkin Eater's facade was the key line. Yeah, the best. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And then uh, let's talk about the hanging. So we don't know what's going on with the hanging. Mm-hmm. They've been teasing that this year could be the last year ever of the hanging. Mm. Um, so we went and saw it opening weekend. 
and it's really good. And then we just start coming back from Hong. The last night we saw the very last show of The Hanging. Ever. And they have, if you go on our social media, Tales from the Fog on Instagram, I posted a bunch of pictures and video. But at the very end of the show, they put up the Rip the Hanging 1970, whatever, to 2019. They played Oingo Boingo's Goodbye Goodbye. Mm -hmm. And then all the cast and crew came out. They were giving each other hugs. And these, they... Now, it was also closing night of the season. Yeah. Which, you know, we've both done plays. On closing night, there's a lot of hugs. Crew comes out. House lights go up. That kind of stuff happens. But I've seen the last show of The Hanging on the last night of Hot Before, and it wasn't yeah. like this. And the guy who plays the dude who gets his heart ripped out, I've never seen him emotional like that. Yeah. Like, so, is it the last hanging ever in the history of knots? Who knows? Why would they say RIP the hanging? Yeah. Unless they were going to... I'm guessing there's going to be like a, a, a Coke classic issue thing where they're going to take it away, they're going to replace it with something, and it will either do well or it won't, and then they're going to bring the hanging back, but... In a, in a new way. In a new way. That maybe isn't the the campy, somewhat 2D version that it kind of grew to be. Yeah. I mean, I there will always be a place in my heart for a hanging because to me it is a vital organ of Scary Farm. It seems asinine to get rid of it. At the same time, the hanging is kind of a, been a butt of a joke <laughs> for a long time. It's basically, you know, one of not butt cheeks like it's crucial but it's funny yeah so and like it's like one of those things like either love it or you hate it yeah. and i've been in both camps and it just depends on the year i've never hated it i've never hated it but there's I, been years I, where i was like eh. i mean i could acknowledge that it wasn't good but i i can't hate anybody any show that obviously tried and they, yeah. they're working hard and you know someone spent time on this i, I can't you know, unless it's morally wrong, I can't really hate on that. Yeah. And having and having been such a staple for so long, like again, it, to me, it's a vital organ of of the park. So I mean, I don't fucking know. But it seems really surreal that that I mean, hearing that you know that gunshot at the beginning and hearing citizens of Calico, like, are we really never going to hear that again? Who knows? I mean, guess we'll find out at. Midsummer Scream, maybe? I still want to put... Or do you think they would save that for for the AP preview next year? Who knows? Oh, of what the sh what's going to replace the hanging? Or if they're bringing the hanging back. I mean, it's, it's this is a weird thing, right? So this show has been going on for decades at Knott's. Yeah. And they've hinted at it and hinted at it, but they kind of... If it really is the last hanging, they kind of just let it go under the radar. Like... You know what I mean? Like, they, it wasn't, like, a huge send-off. I mean... They didn't, like... I would say... They didn't, like, promote it on social media, like, come see the very last hanging ever, like... I think that they did more of a viral marketing on that just by putting up the, the, the light, you know, the little projection of R.I.P. the hanging is all they needed to do. You think? Yes, because they know people are going to take pictures of that shit and post yeah. it. Like, they didn't have to say a damn thing. All they had to do was put up that projection. I think that was them saying, like, that was the fanfare. Like, if you give 
Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? It made me really bummed that I didn't audition for that show. For sure. <laughs> like that was like, if I had known it was gonna be the last hanging, I would have at least auditioned. I wouldn't have gotten cast, but that wouldn't be the point. It'd be like, this is your last chance to audition for this show. Yeah. It'd be like, what if Waterworld was ending next year? It's like you fucking auditioned for that show to say that you did. Yeah. To be there for it. saw the last one so if it was the very last one we saw it we did. and I have to say like yeah the ending was it felt very emotional and very final it felt like final. the way the cast came out the way the crew came out the way the way everything unfolded it felt final like I don't even know how else to say it it, wasn't it felt like, very much like closing night of a show yeah and like to see the the sidekick like so emotional they've worked together for so long yeah like they've been doing the show forever and it, it didn't feel like at the end of a season it felt like it needed something era. bigger yeah. and so I don't know it's just so weird to me that it would go so quietly into the night I guess but yeah. but if it is I'm excited to see what they decide to replace it with I don't know what that would be, uh, but it's, it's got to be something pretty epic. It will have to be. Like, you can't just replace it with some, you know, milk toast show. Like, you yeah. have to fucking bring it. You have to make it better. You have to make it, like, they decided not to bring back this show that's been here for decades and replace it with this thing. Whatever that thing is, has got to be just them being isolated for anything it's very equal opportunity yeah you know and they each have their own set of gags they you know they have their own set of kicking ass like it's a nice balance and mm -hmm. like as far as cast the number of women in the cast i think per show maybe three or four there's like the witches plus one yeah like rotating character and the guys i think there's maybe like seven or eight or something something like that yeah. yeah but then at the end I guess spoiler alert, but you can't see it now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, they hang the hangman. And that's a big deal. And like, they you killed, think they're the partner hang... gets killed early on, and then they hang the hangman. Yeah. I wonder if that's kind of um, playing to the history of the hanging itself. Like, if there's something in the story where the hanging, you know, in a way died at some point, and then they had to bring it back. Like, mm -hmm. maybe it's like symbolic in a way like uh when they when freddie and, and 
Jason or when the Crypt Keeper was no longer there. Like something where something that was a crucial part of it like was taken away. And yeah. they had to carry on without it and create something new. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too deep into it. Maybe. I'm hoping that there's more story yeah. than there was. <laughs> yeah, so that was not Scary Farm this year. Epic year. Was that everything? I think so. Well, I don't We didn't do paranormal, so we can't talk about that. Yeah, we we touched on it existing. So the four backstage, and then Pew Pew, then Origins, and then Dark Ride, and then Dark Ride, Shadowlands. Oh fuck, that is everything. Yeah, that's all of them. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that's scary. From let's talk about scare zones. So we'll start with the littlest and work our way to the biggest. The littlest, I think, is Forsaken Lakey. Forsaken Lake. I love me some Forsaken Lakey. So, yeah, I mean, talk, talk about a scare zone that kind of grew through the year. Oh, like, yeah. The beginning of the season, it was like, I don't know what's going to happen with this thing. It's not, nothing is really going on. Well, and they then, had the procession, and where you see all the cast members there, you know. I don't know what it was supposed to do, but it gathered a crowd. It played some music. All well, the they cast- raise somebody from the dead. So oh, they bring the casket okay. to the thing. They do their little thingy, and then they get raised from the dead, and then they go back out into the graveyard and play. Okay. That's basically it. It was fine. I like it because um, Forsaken Lake has some sick costuming, and I love it. So it's fun to look at. Yeah, they have some great costuming. They have some good monsters. Well, the monsters really grew through the season. They definitely learned like, how to use this their last space. night. Yeah, they they were killing it tonight. Yeah, oh my god. Well, you know, not like they have to come back tomorrow. Yeah. They were laying it. Every monster was laying it out. Mm-hmm. Like last day. Like what are you, what are you throttling back for? Yeah. I'm like just leave it, leave it out there. And boy, did they. So yeah, Forsaken Lakey was lovely. Um, next. Well, the other thing that's cool about Forsaken Lake is the props, because they don't do that in a lot of them. What props? They have all the trees, they have all the mausoleums, they have all the gravestones. Oh, like the decor. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Set decorations. I always think of props as like something you hold, not part of the decor. It depends on how it's used. I didn't see anyone carrying any trees. Well, but the mausoleums, they can get inside. Then it's part of the set. That's not a prop. And then there's things that they can do with it. It's usable. Okay. So therefore, it's a prop. But it's, is a door a prop? On mm. stage, is a door a prop? I don't know. Ask Chase. He's a broom and he's a, <laughs> a walking stick. A splinter. A splinter. You're a walking stick. It's, it's funny. funny. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway. Carnival. Carnival's the next biggest one? Yeah. What about CS? CS is bigger than Car- Carnival. You think so? Oh, yeah. Way bigger. So, Carnival's cool. It, the hard thing is with Carnival is, like, there's just not a lot to it. It just... It's the boardwalk that's always there. Mm-hmm. And there's not much done with it. They don't add fog. They don't... They maybe make the lights a little dimmer. I think the monsters killed it. They, like, once you cross into the threshold of their space, they're on you. Yeah. They are 
you know, they're equal opportunity monsters. They scare everybody and everything that rolls in with the same amount of intensity. Mm-hmm. And that is a high level of intensity. They just fucking go for it. I love it. There's individual characters. They they look the same, but they look different. They play with their space. They play with each other. They have really weird props, which they hold in their hands because it's a prop. No, that's set decorations. Oh, my God. They're decorating their body with things that they hold. I'm going to decorate this. <laughs> <laughs> and they have, they do have, a, I feel like they have more space than, than CS, but they may not have more monsters. I don't know. But they are really fun. I feel like their, uh, their aesthetic has, it always changes just a bit. It's a little bit more robust this year. This year it felt like they were slightly more gritty. Yeah. Like a little darker, a little more gritty, not so cartoony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun to see. And then uh, the Hollows. Yeah. Which they have like a story time also. They have events that happen throughout the night. Which we only ever saw one this year. Yeah, we saw the introduction of the witches. Yeah. So you see the three of them, and they have a, a sort of three-person monologue. So I guess it would be considered a, a trialogue? <laughs> I don't know. The three witches say stuff. Yeah. In a fun little... Nats is very witch-heavy this year. Yeah. Witches, witches, witches. Lots of witches. Lots of witches. So I have to hand it to the sliders in the hollows. They... Excluding tonight, like, like, or not including the events of tonight, they work really hard. They use their space really well. Their timing is great. Very strong. Control. Everything was just lovely. And But I hadn't been scared by a slider yet this year. Until tonight. In the hollow. I don't know who it is, but some slider, he, he has a burlap mask. He's a scarecrow. He, is he a scarecrow? Yeah. I only remember seeing the burlap on his face. Um, his timing was great and I just happened to be paying attention to something else and he came within inches of our feet perfectly from that that behind angle where he's like at about my 7 o'clock and then came straight in front of us and the way that he hit the ground and the speed and everything about it was just absolutely perfect and got the best scare out of me (laughs) and it made me so happy it's one of the best scares I've ever seen you get I was so happy. I couldn't even, like, I couldn't stop giggling and smiling that I, that, I mean, it it felt like, you know, the old days when I'd go and everything would scare me, but I, I wanted everything to scare me too. And now I'm kind of, I get wrapped up in, in the technical aspect of it and looking for people that I might know and, you know, watching other monsters be technical where I don't always let myself surrender to the show. Yeah. And he brought me back to that place. That's awesome. Where it was just like, oh yeah, this, you know, you come here to get scared and have fun. Mm-hmm. And then a couple hours later, we're walking through Ghost Town <laughs> and Street Rat ended up scaring the shit out of me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's great. So I don't know who that monster was, but um, he was great. Lots of strong sliders out there this year. So that, I guess that brings us into the old Ghost Town. Yeah, Ghost Town sucked. The lighting in Ghost Town sucked. (laughs) 
Actually, no, I loved Ghost Town. And I think the lighting's awesome. I don't... I did not like the lighting. I love the lighting. I didn't like I it. I love the dynamic lighting and how it changes and how... Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think there's ways to do it, but I don't think that was the way to do it. I like dynamic lighting also, and I like creating those shadows and places for monsters to hide in plain sight. I like that, but there's something about the the harshness of it, or I don't know, it just, you're going into ghost town, and you've got these red and blue lights. Like, I don't... There's no red. It's green. It's and greens blue. and blues and shit, but it's like, my point is... <laughs> fucking A. My point is, it's it pulls me out of it a little bit. Like, they're so bright that it hurts my eyes, and I feel like it's more about the light shining through the fog than it is about the monster lurking well, through the fog. We could get technical about it, but if they diffused it more, then the monsters and the guests would actually have a harder time seeing. So I think the intensity of it was actually on purpose, because, I mean, oh, well, you didn't go... Think about at Queen Mary's Dark Harbor. They have that whiteout room where mm -hmm. they diffuse the light with all the fog. Mm -hmm. So if they did that fog alley with those green and blue lights, it'd be impossible for anybody to see. So by making them a little more harsh, it gives that depth and it allows people to see where they're going. I don't feel like they helped me see anywhere. <laughs> they just flooded out the fog and made it feel like the white room. That's, yeah, Queen Mary. Like, it made, I couldn't see a damn thing walking through I could through see there. fine walking through. Really? But if I couldn't, that means others couldn't, too. I guess so. That's good for the monsters, then. But I heard people. from several monsters that it was very difficult to scare in that lighting. Hmm. But that could have been, you know a transitionary period as they learned how to use their space like all the monsters had to do yep so I mean it is what it is there's not much you can do to change that yeah the only thing I would have changed is maybe their their choice of colors I don't know if I would have gone with the green and blues but you know teach their own yeah and the other thing that I didn't like as far as like the lighting goes, is being able to see the lights. Like I don't want to see light towers on top of my ghost town buildings. <laughs> like, yeah, there's plenty of ways you could hide the lights. So I just set up towers with lights on it. You know, like make it feel like it's part of the atmosphere. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I don't know. But I'm like that in mazes too. Like if I'm in a maze and they just screwed a bunch of lights to the wall that look like concert lights that you'd see at a concert. Like, mm -hmm. it's not... It, t it immediately takes me out. Like, You're you know, a head-to-toe kind of person, and I, yeah. I agree with that. I like the full immersion of it where... Well, that's something that Origins did, is you didn't see the light. Exactly, yeah. Everything, if it was lit up, it was because it was supposed to be lit up as part of the scenery. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they could have done stuff like they could have put like jack-o'-lanterns everywhere with the lights inside them and had the lights shining through the jack-o'-lanterns. They could have done something just to cover, cover the lights or something. I don't know. But is it like that every year? No, it wasn't like that last year. Oh. 
Because the lights last year came from the windows of the buildings. Oh, right. Well, last year, we didn't go last year. Well, the year before. Okay. And then the music was, like, park-wide, the music per for each scare zone was too loud. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And also choices of soundtrack in some areas was like, really? You're going to go with this? Mm-hmm. Like in Forsaken Lake, like some rock music going on. I'm sorry, this is like supposed to be 18, 1700s. What is yeah, it was like this like... weird, like, like, <laughs> uh, what's that, that movie with Heath Ledger? The Oh, A Knight's Tale when they're, they're yeah. all in their like medieval shit and they've got classic rock playing. Yeah. Kind of had that sort of vibe, but it, you know, more, more cheeky, but but they also had that that weird New Orleans-y thing playing. Mm-hmm. But that only Lake plays song. when they do the procession. procession. Old Forsaky Lakey. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they choose certain things. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a mood that someone's in at a at a moment. But it at that moment is also when a decision needs to be made, so that's the decision that's made. Yeah. I don't know if it's a stew on it for a couple of days type of thing to make sure that it's something that you still like tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like putting something in your Amazon shopping cart and then going back the next day and going, did you still want that thing? Or were you just having a moment and you put that in your shopping cart, you know, before you pull the trigger <laughs> and buy it? Like, were, were they really devoted to it? Like, what was the mindset? What were you going for? What venue had you just visited where you were inspired by something? You're like, I want to do that. I don't know. We're not in those meetings. We yeah. don't fucking know how it works. But, uh, that was, uh, that was not Scary Farm 2019. Yeah. There was some new stuff, some old stuff, some stuff that will be dead starting now. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right now. Well, that, hey, the time changed. It changed. It did? I think so. Anyway, that was awesome. Don't forget to say it clock's back right now if you didn't. It's uh, only 128. It hasn't changed Yeah, so you got, you got 30 minutes. Yeah. To say your times. We're tired. Very tired. Uh, so this is going to go up right now. Because, oh, my God. Because Fracture Compass is... <laughs> uh, is flying to Orlando and they need something to listen to and so we're gonna put this up so they can listen to it we recorded a podcast so that Jackie had something to listen to on the airplane yes that's exactly what we're doing right now that's awesome I know right yeah hi Jackie we give the fans what they want (laughs) the fan (laughs) we give the fan what they want Uh, that was a fun way to deliver the scary farm podcast yeah road trip podcast on the way home from the last night of hot uh overall one of the best years of scary farm ever uh if you missed it that sucks but it'll be back next year maybe without the hanging it, why why are we t- are pussyfooting around it like there's not going to be a hanging next year all right nani says no there won't be <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty much said by lots of people who you know have name tags at knots yeah. <laughs> that it's not coming back. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm assuming they're correct. Yeah. But then again, it could be a devil's den. What's a devil's den? Waxworks. Waxworks? What do you mean devil's den? 
they put the Devil's Den sign on it, and everybody's like, oh, the new maze is going to be called Devil's Den, and then they took the sign down, they're like, ha, 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 it was waxworks. What, what was the Devil's Den reference, or was it just something? They just put it up to be funny, because they know people try to take pictures over fences. Oh, yeah. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, Same. that was Scary Farm. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Tales from the Fog. You can follow Veronica on Instagram at... Veronica Voices. Um, and I think that's it. Nothing to K-Brigade coming up anytime soon. No, we're on hiatus. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Is that everything? Yeah, happy birthday, Xander. Happy birthday, Xander. He turns 10 on November 3rd. Yay. Uh, so until next time, guys, we'll see you in the fog. Bye. Bye.